You're listening to Sandwich Talk, and our guests today are Karen, Ned, and Joe. Hey. Sandwich Talk. Now, we're going to be reviewing some sandwiches today, but before that, we have a bit of a news bombshell that Joe brought in to tell me today about avocados. So what is it exactly, Joe? Well, I don't really know, because <laughs> I just read it on... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I did some research. Uh, the, the idea is avocados... There's an ethical issue around... There's an issue around. Contrary to uh, popular hipster belief, avocados are, in fact, incredibly bad for the planet. Yeah, indeed. And I think it probably stems from Nigella Lawson introducing the world to avocado and toast. Oh, was it was it Nigella Lawson? That it was. In the whole yeah. avocado it thing? Was, she didn't introduce it, though. She popularised it. There was huge controversy around her doing it as one of her. So I think she should be. Was, wait, wait, no, no. What was the Nigella controversy? She, she did this, like, one of her meal tutorials on how to make avocado toast. Oh, so, so she people, toasted some bread and. And people were some, like. No, nah, like that's not a recipe. Yeah, yeah. Then again, these days, anything will pass through a recipe. Um, so the whole avocado thing, obviously avocado is quite popular. But a lot of my friends enjoy an avocado every now and then. In fact, we have a sandwich right here which has some avocado. In. <laughs> enjoy an avocado. Eat yes. it like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't have the most hipster friends, but I imagine there is some level of subculture in which you'll get an avocado from your lo- local, I don't know, your caught at some kind of hipster street market, yeah. uh, and you'll just pick up an avocado, buy it for like £500,000. Because ordinary shops don't sell avocados. Yeah, so you have to get a high-quality organic hipster avocado, sprinkle some quinoa on top, and then just bite into it. <laughs> so anyway, oh. anyway, all of you hipsters out there, you're actually terrible people because I think um, they knew that already. Yeah, well, no, that's, I, I think there's some ignorance about it. I, I yeah, think people yeah. need to be exposed. No, people, people knew that they were, they were terrible people. Yeah, that's what I But they didn't know about the avocado issue, mm-hmm. which is I've actually I researched this after you told me. Yeah. Um. So avocados are incredibly popular right now as anyone with eyes or ears will notice. Um, and in Mexico, where avocados have grown, particularly in certain states of Mexico, it has become more profitable to farm avocado than to farm any other plant. So farmers are breaking the law and cutting down natural pine forests in order to fill the land with avocado, which is not good for the environment because rather than having a natural forest which sustains itself and um, kind of reduces carbon and all of that stuff, you instead have more fields that need to be kept up with pesticides and and it uses up more of the water supply and mm-hmm. this kind of thing. What, what the debate here is, is avocado to blame or is capitalism to blame? Well, is avocado to blame? Is capitalism to blame? Are the hipsters to blame? Or are the individuals to blame? To be fair, it's the farmers breaking the law. Um, the only thing the hipsters have done have made it more profitable to farm avocado, yeah. even when it's against the law. And I think we law. have a duty to, you know, educate ourselves on this. And yeah, I think... You know, buy responsibly. I think there's no there's no necessity to put blame on anyone, but it's good to get get the word out there. But I think we should lock up that. And then, <laughs> yeah. Just blame her for everything. But then, on top, of, lock her up. on top of this environmental issue, 
There's also the fact that most of the avocado trade is uh, controlled by drug, not by criminal cartels. Where, where um, did you find that? This is. <laughs> <laughs> found out on the onion. <laughs> Clickhole official. Speaking of, that is my favourite site in the world. Clickhole, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. I once remember I found an article on that, which was, is 17 pictures of Scarlett Johansson that make you say, this is a picture of a boat, and then it was 17 pictures of boats. It was amazing. I need to show you. Not sandwich related, but funny. I need to show you my new favourite website, which everyone here needs to know about, which is new.sandwich.org.uk Oh yeah. It is the British Sandwich and Food to Go Association and they have a magazine the International Sandwich and Food to Go news magazine formerly the International Sandwich and Snack News has been the mouthpiece of the sandwich industry since its launch in 1990. Well we're going to change that aren't we? Yeah I mean we're the mouthpiece of the sandwich industry now. Especially what with the fact that we call up the Sandwich Hotline every episode to make sure their voice is heard. I'm excited to call the Sandwich Hotline today. Yeah. Oh, wait, could you be a winner for that? I, sorry, I just noticed on this on the webpage for the Sandwich News, there's an award ceremony called the Sammies, which is the British Sandwich Industry Awards. So it's like Grammys, but for sandwiches. Okay, I get, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. It's really yeah. cool. I've been Anyway, anyway, back to the important news. Why are you trying to do that? Are we going to start with those ones? I don't know. Where should we start? Guys, 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 guys. Let's get back on topic. Back to the the important sandwich news, which is for anyone who eats a lot of avocado, you're a terrible person. (laughs) We say as we're all about to eat a sandwich with (laughs) avocado on it. Okay, maybe we should move on to the avocado dressing section. Okay, so Karen, I'll let you introduce this section. So I was very excited to be on Sandwich Talk because I love sandwiches with a passion. Do you love Sandwich Talk? Yes. How many episodes have you listened to? Enough. <laughs> that, that would be zero. I, I, you've listened to zero episodes. I will not fight you on this show. Okay, okay, show us your sandwiches. So I was very excited, so I brought ingredients to make three of my favourite sandwiches. Mm-hmm. A couple of them... I'm quite common, but the first one is a bit of an unusual Just sandwich. to let everyone, all the listeners know, I didn't ask him to do this. I didn't expect this. He just arrived at my house with a bag full of ingredients. Yeah, don't expect any ingredients from me. I am prepared <laughs> and excited. So the first sandwich I brought in is uh, it's a bit unusual. It's introduced me to my, by my brother. It's a bit controversial. To be it honest. was a bit controversial as well. Yeah, yeah it, has, it has avocado in it. It's a bit yeah. controversial. But my brother introduced me to this and... It's amazing. It's um, avocado, port salut cheese, and chorizo. Now we each have a bit of a sandwich to try here, so I'm going to get the guys to view it. Wait, can we just talk about the bread as well? Yes, the bread is a stone baked baguette. um, What what is, so why does stone baking make baguettes better? I'm not sure, I just know that when I eat a stone baked baguette, there's just something about it. It's the crimistic one. Look, there's this a, the bread. I, I don't, I'm not a hipster, but this is, I feel like sandwich talk, we talk about hipsters a lot, and I, look, we, we like hipsters, right? Hipsters are cool, they're, they're bad people when they eat avocado, but otherwise... <laughs> All about the avocado. <laughs> yeah, but it's for science. 
Yeah. Sometimes sacrifices have to be made. We wasted our photo. <laughs> So we're going to try some of this sandwich and then get the guys to see what their impressions are. Right. My favorite sandwich. Last bite. Mm. You know, I don't really like that. Please just die. It's good, but there's one, there's one thing that's sort of overpowering all the other flavors. Um, and it's not a particularly nice one. It's the avocado. <laughs> Why must you be like this? So, okay, okay. The, the one thing I'm noticing about this is that the fillings, while they're all quite nice, none of them are very strong. Mm, I'd say the treat was fairly strong. Mm, I'm not picking up a lot of its flavour. And what that means is that when you serve it with a thick, crusty bread like a baguette, mm -hmm. there's a lot of effort that goes into chewing, this is my opinion, mm -hmm. there's a lot of effort that goes into chewing the bread, but you don't get much reward in terms of flavour. So I, I believe that maybe this would have been better on a kind of thinner, lighter bread. Also, I came out here with my gifts, have a good time, Look, I brought you sandwiches. I, I appreciate what you've done for me, but we're reviewing it. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, we're your friends, but we can't just, you know. I'm not actually that for my. So, I think, uh, yeah, I think this it's a good ingredient combination. Fine, I'll take your sandwiches away from you. It's a good combination of ingredients. But if it had gone in a different bread, it might have been. I think also great. The, the cheese might, you know, be better if it was a little bit stronger. Yeah, because they're both they, quite creamy. Yeah. And um, you know, yeah, we've got two creamy ingredients which aren't incredibly the strong. Avocado and and then a few slices of chorizo, and I think it would have been better if they were. Yeah. If they were more strong flavored. Mm -hmm. Um. And maybe a little bit of seasoning in the avocado, maybe some lemon juice or some, I don't know, like pepper grated or something like that. Maybe that just would. lift it. Yeah. But I mean, as it is, it's a decent sandwich. Okay. Now. Nice I know we haven't finished these sandwiches at the moment, but we can we, can we move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Do we, do we, we have the water fledge apart? Do we rate the sandwiches? Mm. Yeah, let's fledge rate them. Wait, I'm gonna come up with a scale right now. <coughs> Flavour, texture and uh pizzazz. Mm. And each one is out of ten. Okay. I would say this one had it was a good combination of flavours. I'm giving it a solid eight for flavour, texture, too much bread, too much bread, and... Very and, creamy. Yeah, it's very creamy, so five for texture. Uh -huh. Pizzazz. I'm not sure about pizzazz. Cause I would give it a ten. Yeah, ten for looks, pizzazz. I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks really nice. Okay, okay. Nice, nice we've got some good plating here as well, which no one in the audience can see. But it's plated very nicely. It's a nice place. Yeah, I'll go with your 10. That's so 23 out of 30. 23 out of 30 for the chorizo, uh, avocado, and porcelu cheese. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, has everyone had a cup of water to go into their palates? Yep. Yeah. What's yeah. the next one? Next one is it's a pretty simple sandwich, but it's one that I've always loved. It's just failed mozzarella, tomato, and basil. On okay. 
Just a good old giraffe roll. Just a, a, a giraffe roll, which is a roll that's crusty in a shape that looks like a giraffe's pattern. Correct. So, there's some important things to talk about here, which is how to pronounce tomato and basil. Mm -hmm. Because you would all pronounce it tomato and basil, right? But I know we have some American listeners, and they would pronounce it tomato, tomato and basil, I think. Mm. Uh, not basil. Basel is a, a city. Mm. Basil. Well, I hope they enjoy being on the wrong side of history. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's the... Uh, strong words from, from Paris. You know, but, but yeah, we can. We've got all the time in the world to talk about which side of history is right to be on. We're talking about sandwiches here. What do you guys think of the sandwiches? Well, I'm a child and I don't really like. Um... Tomato? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot! No, you hate no it's, just, it's just like raw tomato. Mm. But as, as they go, yeah. It ruins the sandwich for me, but it's quite nice. So we're going to get low flavor points from Joe. Yeah. Karen. I'm going to go on the record. I did not choose the right role for this sandwich I've meals. No, your, your choices of bread have been pretty poor so far, I have to say. I'm really excited about the bread you have for the third sandwich, which we'll talk about later. Um, I, I mean, this is not a sandwich, which the flavor is there, but the bread is just not right. Yeah. This is one of the reasons. This is one of the reasons why I never particularly like baguettes and that kind of thing. It's that I don't like chewing food bread, mm -hmm. right? I like sandwiches because of the fillings they can have, and you can get good breads, but I don't. What would be a good bread in your view? Um. So we reviewed a, we reviewed some sandwiches last time, which came from a shop called Taylor's, and they did flatbread sandwiches with really nice kind of Italian flatbread or Italian style flatbread that was it was all kind of had had herbs on and stuff and it was also quite thin so it didn't get in the way of flavour. See, I'm from the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm. I really like some good bread. I do. That's too. part of my that might be one of my favourite things about sandwich. I love some good bread. I mean I've been up with homemade bread and it's oh. delicious. Yeah, so I'd say any sandwich made with homemade bread is a winner. Yeah. But this giraffe bread has a very particular flavour. Mm. Of giraffes. <laughs> giraffes, yeah. The giraffes used to make it. No animals were harmed in the making. Actually, one of them has meat on it. One <laughs> yeah. of them, one animal was harmed in the making well, of the sandwich. There's the avocados as well, and avocados bring all kinds of carnage onto the world. Yeah. Animals were harmed in the making of these sandwiches, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no giraffes. We hope no giraffes were harmed in the making of these sandwiches. But yeah, it just has a very particular very flavor, strong statement which, from that. which doesn't really work mm. for the sandwich. Yeah. yeah, it does have a strong flavor actually. I don't mind the bread, honestly. Mm. Mm. Review these sandwiches, I'm, I'm painfully aware of how much fish I eat than everyone else in the world. Well, I'm just eating around the tomatoes. No, so. this is, the reason why I think I don't like a lot of bread is because I try and, I've always been someone who eats very fast, and when you're eating fast, Bread just slows you down. Mm -hmm. Like a thick bread will just make your hurt if you're trying to eat fast. And I, I don't necessarily do it for a reason. I just kind of do it. I don't like 
or not like eating fast. Um, should we move on to the next one? I'm so close to you finish this one. Go on, finish it. So how do you think you're going to rate this then? Uh, I, I prefer the flavour in this one. What did I give the other one for flavour? Okay. Now, we have to take into account the fact that Joe is going to give a zero for flavour. Mm. No, I give a five. Five? Mozzarella and five. Karen, what, what do you think about flavour? I think, personally, this is a seven for me. Seven? Okay. It just did not work with the bread I chose. Should we, should we average it out and set it at six? Or seven? Well, what's your opinion on the flavour? What? No, I like the flavour. I'm giving it a, a nine for flavour. So, seven. Uh, seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. We, we give it a seven for flavour. Texture. Well, the fillings, the texture of them, I think it works together. You have mozzarella, tray, creamy, tomato, even though you don't like it, but the tomato's very like, soft and the bass. It all, it all just, well, not soft, soft is the wrong But it all works yeah. well to get texture. The bread was a bit crusty, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I I'm. I'm going to be honest, I preferred the texture of this one to the previous one, mm. so I'm going to give it an 8 I'd give texture. it an 8 as well. I'd give it a 7. So, 8. Go with 8. Go with 8. And I think it's got a low pizzazz. I think it's got It's got the giraffe bread. Yeah. That's all we need. It's got the Italian colours yeah. as well. You know? so, oh yeah, yeah. Give it a 10 as well? 10 for pizzazz. So that's... Yeah. That's... 25. 25 points. Thanks for doing the maths for us. Okay. Let's I feel strange hanging out with Jonathan by wondering the mass. Yep. <sighs> now we have a very simple sandwich, but nevertheless, one of the greatest sandwiches ever made. We've got a plat loaf, so it's the loaf looks like it's been plaid. It's yeah, it's a really nice looking piece mm. of bread. Yeah. Then we've got Nutella. Well it's actually the same as chocolate bread. Okay. Oh, so it's not got nuts in? No, it's hazelnut chocolate. Hazelnut, okay, okay. I make sure to buy the hazelnut. So it's basically Nutella. It's basically Nutella, but it's cheaper. Yep. Then we have banana. Fair trade. Fair trade banana. Yeah, I'd counteract dark avocado carnage. Yeah. Fair trade banana. And then peanut butter. No palm oil as well. Yeah, I think so this was good peanut butter, right? I saw the chat. No palm oil, no surface. So I think no we've had, I, I believe we've had a sandwich like this as a sandwich of the week before, but we didn't get to eat it. Well, now we can. Now we can, yeah. Ooh. Oh wow. Well, this, this, is, this doesn't have a lot of structure, that's one thing I noticed mm. about it first. So. Mm. Okay. So, honestly, sandwich like this could not go wrong. No. Um. Oh, look, you can kind of tear it away. Mm, wow, that's cool. Excuse us. That's the bonus of the plaited loaf. It's very terrible. Tear and share. Precisely. Except you wouldn't want to share this, because it's really nice. Yeah, it's one oh. roll and I need all that. Alright. So, I'm going to note something about myself, which is that... I'm not a big fan of peanut butter. I don't like peanut butter. Well, I like it sometimes when used right. But I believe that it's it's often used in too large an amount or in recipes where it doesn't really belong. But this, especially with the good peanut butter that we got, is really nice. 
This is this is the kind of thing where peanut butter belongs. I'm gonna put the rest of mine down for now and finish it later. Mm. You you don't have to. That's just what I do. No, I think it's time to move on to that. With these. Mm. That was very good. That was very nice. That was good. The flavour, wow. The texture was really nice. Mm. Um, and it's got a hell of a lot of pizzazz. I think that's a tens across the board. That's it. Personally, that's a 30 out of 30 sandwich for me. Yeah, that's a 30 out of 30 sandwich. Great. Yep. So what that means is that anyone who's listening to this is now obliged to go and make one of these sandwiches right now. We have found the perfect sandwich. There is not, we cannot find a fault with the sandwich. It is therefore the perfect sandwich. Mm. The ultimate sandwich, if you will. So, Curran, your comment about the ultimate sandwich, uh, it, well, it, it works quite well into a, a section I'd like to do, which is asking the question of, is there such a thing as the perfect sandwich? Ooh. Because this sandwich got a 30 out of 30, but I think that's just because it was filled with chocolate and made us really happy at the time. Might is, have to do with it. Yeah, that's it's, a fair it's, enough assessment. Is there one scale of good that all sandwiches have to follow? And if so, is there a top to that scale? There is a scale. For me, it is. Is it sugar scale. content? No, it's not sugar content. It's the current scale. So if I like it, it's a good sandwich and everyone else in the world is wrong. Okay. Mm. Even if they like it? If, if they like it, they're right. Anyone who disagrees <laughs> with me is okay. wrong on the but does, scale. But how would you tell if you had just eaten the, a sandwich that was at the top of the current scale? Does it have a top? I don't know if it has a top that can't be bested. Yeah. But... You think that could always be a better sandwich? Maybe. Because it all depends. I mean, you can have the same sandwich from two completely different places yeah. and have two completely different experiences. Yeah, I, I mean, believe a sandwich is not only the sandwich itself, but the experience goes well. We also, yeah, we, if we're using that concept, we can also consider the possibility of eating the same sandwich from the same place, but if it's at two different times. Yes. And if you're feeling different That's ways. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. For example, yeah. the other day, I returned home from university. And I had no food in my flat when I left, and my train was in the middle of the afternoon. So I didn't eat until after I'd gone home, yeah. which was around 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. and I was very hungry and rather hungover. Yeah. So I was in the car with my parents, and they stopped, and I had to go to a shop, and I went in Sainsbury's and bought myself a sandwich. It was just plain old thing. It was like chicken and stuffing or something. That's nice, that's nice. But it was, it was alright, yeah. but at that moment, was one of the best sandwiches I've ever eaten in my entire yeah. life because I was starving. See, yeah. this is the thing that causes a problem for those people who believe there is a perfect sandwich, mm-hmm. which is that sandwiches, I mean, under, undoubtedly, they have different aspects that it, 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 sandwiches can excel in different dimensions. Like the um, one, one note might be the fact that the sandwich we just had with peanut butter and Nutella in, we rated it 30 out of 30 might be the perfect sandwich to us right now, but it might not be the perfect sandwich to, say, someone with a nut allergy. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it is. I just think it's the perfect sandwich that will kill them. That is the not. perfect execution. 
Um, if you're ever looking for a fun way to commit suicide, I guess. So um, I want a little dog. I'm yeah, sorry, listeners. So, I don't believe that can be a perfect sandwich because I believe different. I, I believe at ev- not only do different people believe different things about sandwiches, but at every different possible moment in our life, we could have a different range of feelings about yeah. every possible sandwich. I mean, you're safe minds. You know. The perfect sandwich would have to be a sandwich that appealed to everyone at all moments in their life. And that's impossible. Mm. Do, you know, do you know where you fit on the current scale? Where do I fit on the wrong? And therefore, ah. therefore, the concierge is crazy and enjoy being on the wrong side of history. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> sure, what, what do you think? Do you, do you also agree no, that there's no. I would agree with you, Jonathan. That there's no perfect sandwich. I think Karen is outnumbered. Okay. Um, do we. <laughs> history is told by the winners, my friend. <laughs> do we want to move on to Sandwich of the Week? Yes, let's do that. So onto the sandwich of the week, although this podcast is definitely not weekly by this point. Um, and today it's going to be provided by Curran, who has provided us with, us with so far nine sandwiches. <laughs> Sadly, I don't have this sandwich with me. Yeah. So what is what is your sandwich of the episode? Interestingly, it's a sandwich I've had this week. Oh. My, no, what's this week? It was okay. On, but at least it was on Thursday. So well, that's not important. Tell us what the sandwich is. It's a burrito. Which, as it is in a flatbread, it's a flatbread. I think it's, it's a sandwich. Yeah, no, I believe that wraps can be sandwiches. They can be categorized in this like, yeah. sandwich. Yeah, they're kind of filling in bread family. Yeah. Um, any type of burrito? Well, my family, because they're vegetarian, we don't have meat in our burrito, yeah. so it's maybe just beans and sauce and... That makes for a really good burrito, though. Oh, yeah. it's very nice. We usually we sort of crunk up some nachos onto it mm. because we're heathens. Um, Ooh, I say we're nice. heathens. I started that, so I can't really. Yeah, start I thought I started. Did you start that? Well, I didn't like tell anyone. But... I introduced it to my family. Definitely, okay. I might have got it for you. Karen, let, let me tell you a story about burrito from the last few weeks, um, which was uh, so I was out with my friends a while ago, and one of them uh, had had. He'd had his dinner, but he was a bit hungry, so we went out to get a chicken from Tesco, and he ate the chicken, and he was still a bit hungry. So we went to a place called Mission Burrito, and this is a a really so-so burrito place in Oxford, but they do a thing called the Triple Burrito, it's the Triple Burrito Challenge, where you take on a burrito the size of three large burritos. I can see your eyes light up already. He, He bought one and just ate it. Because he was hungry. Um, but I just thought, you know, it was quite a funny. Is your friend Ron Swanson? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All I read in my dog out is the bit in Palm yeah. where he's like, I started eating eggs and I ordered more eggs. And I was just, uh, and I, before I know it, I reached a record. And I was like, we couldn't even cook them quick enough. The last 15 were in the shell. That's what your friend sounds like. Yeah, no, he, he, he got his dinner and then he got a chicken. And ate the chicken and wasn't satisfied. So I, I know people like that. I've been that person. So on the topic of burritos and also I've got another slightly controversial sandwich which I just thought up. So we said lasagna counts as a sandwich yes. a while ago. Um, so what about filled pasta? Oh. Ooh. 
Yeah. I need like I, I need like talking about this. Because the thing is, with the lasagna, it was quite explicitly baked. Mm. Whereas pasta on its own, it's not baked. It's boiled. So. It's boiled, and you can't boil bread. You can't make bread by boiling it. But, but what? It's still a floury dough. Yeah. How do you make bread and butter pudding? Just a question. Uh, I don't that know. Like I've only had it no, once, I'd love it. to know how it's made. It's because it was delicious. Well, um, I don't know. Um, Ooh. For those, those who don't know me, um, pasta is not one of my absolute favourite yeah. foods. And having having the lasagna be a type of sandwich, that's a real big, that's yeah. a big thing for you. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that... But is that possibly just because you like pasta? Ooh. I mean, something doesn't have to be a sandwich for you to be allowed to like it. I know. Um, I mean, I like pasta out with my liking of sandwiches. Yeah. I'm going to say because it is a floury dough that is cooked, which sandwich sandwiches are filling. Mm-hmm. How would you describe it? You'd say it's sandwiches are filling. No. Okay, so I disagree with you, um, mm-hmm. in fact, because one of the key reasons why I count a lasagna as a sandwich is because it's baked mm-hmm. and pasta is not ordinary pasta is not baked and also I don't believe the act of sandwiching is enough to make something a sandwich because I believe that to call something an X sandwich where it's just like suppose we said an ice cream sandwich what not let's not talk about ice cream sandwich because that's still food and that might be classed as a sandwich suppose we said you had like a um a train had collided with a car with another train ramming into it from the other side <laughs> I know that's quite a violent image but so you might call that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine all of these people have done. Yeah, everyone got that, don't we? You might call that a car sandwich or a train sandwich or whatever. And I believe when you say that, when you use the act of sandwiching instead of the word sandwich, instead of the real food sandwich, you're using it in a metaphorical sense. And in order to use it in a metaphorical sense, you have to appreciate that it's not really a sandwich. But I, I, I'm just going to raise ice cream sandwich. Because, as you mentioned earlier, you might still consider them a sandwich. They are not baked. Hmm. I suppose so. No. I would not, I would not specify that a sandwich needs to be baked. What are, you are we talking about filled pasta? Are we talking about, like, ravioli? Filled pasta, yeah, like ravioli. Or tortellini. Especially the square ones. Well, yeah, because, like, ravioli is just two pieces of pasta, you know. Yeah. There's no, like, folding or anything, really, is there? No. But tortellini just together. is, like, an intricate kind of folding. Yeah, let's so, talk about ravioli. Oh, 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 oh. Can, I, uh, can, I, can I raise can I raise an idea? Yeah. Ravioli is a sandwich. Tortellini is a croissant. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa. Whoa. Mind blown. Mind blown. Mind equals blown. <laughs> this so this is an interesting discussion that I think um viewers, if or listeners. Vote on your phones now. <laughs> you can't vote on your phones, but Please talk about this with your friends. Make this a, a debate that's uh, that's big in the world. And if you have is tortellini a croissant? If you have any, no, shut up. <laughs> if you have any questions, <laughs> feel free to post them to the Facebook go. page, and I'll try and respond to them. Or just message me directly. I'm 100 percent the conversation will go that way. Yeah. Okay, is tortellini a croissant? No, shut up. But is ravioli a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think we have another uh, a. A listener question to respond to now, uh, so let's uh, let's do that. So this is a question that I've been asked to talk about on the show. It's I don't have a recording of it being asked, which I would normally do, so we can play the question itself. 
Well, I'll just read it out to you. The question is, if you put a sandwich in a juicer, is it still a sandwich or is it then juice? I would not call it a sandwich anymore. No. See, my... But I don't think I'd call it juice. My opinion on this is that if you were to take a sandwich and just deconstruct the elements, like just take the bread apart and take the filling away from the bread, it wouldn't be a sandwich anymore. Yeah. So why is it that when... Why should it be that when you blend it, it stays a sandwich? I would just straight away be. I I not only go that deep. I just say I don't think it's a sandwich. Wants to be blended. Do you but think that? Well, so do you think to say it's a sandwich relies on a certain thing about the structure? Well, I think it it, it does because if you have you know a bunch of fruit and you chop it up, it makes a fruit salad. And if you put that in a blender, then it becomes a smoothie. So yeah, you think yeah. it's no longer a, it's, it's not still the structure of the construction. Hence, hence why I think the ravioli is a sandwich because it's because it so strongly alludes to the structure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I've the the follow up to this one then is if you turn the blended sandwich into a spread and put the spread between two pieces of bread, <laughs> do you have a sandwich sandwich? No. And I just want to note here that it's not that difficult to make a sandwich sandwich. You don't have to blend it first. You just put a sandwich in between two pieces of bread. Uh, I I think it's probably more like a soggy mess. But I like it's, it's more like a mistake. <laughs> it, it tastes like regret. I I I like to be open minded when it comes to sandwiches. And I would say this probably is a sandwich of some kind, but I don't know if it's a sandwich sandwich or just... Who sent this in? I want to, <laughs> I want to berate them on this. <laughs> I want to send them a message going, no. No, I, uh, I, for, for their own sake, I'm going to maintain their anonymity. It's probably for the best. Uh, Whoever said that, no. <laughs> Get your mind... I can't say what I want to say. And then... Then the final question about Get your stuff together. The final question relating to this is Get if you put a so we've talked about putting a sandwich in a blender. If you put a blender in a sandwich, is it still a blender? <laughs> Listen, you can't see the look I'm giving Jonathan right now. <laughs> okay, you, you've had enough of this. You've had enough of this. I think it explains my position on blenders and sandwiches quite accurately. Now, we don't have a lot of time left, so we're going to have to move on swiftly. If to... a sigh could be a look. <laughs> we have to move on. So, you know you can sigh and people will hear you. Like, you don't have to look. Yeah. Like your sign and then explain what it looks like. No, but it's no, but it's the best expression of because <sighs> you get my. That's the best way to Let's move on. Desert island sandwiches. <laughs> so now it's time for everyone's favorite game in the world: desert island sandwiches. Yeah. Desert island sandwiches. So. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> so. The basic, um, the basic rules of this game, you, you can probably guess what it is. You're on a desert island. We don't know why you've been put there. You've been put on a desert island, and you need to choose the three sandwiches you'll be eating for the rest of your life. Go. Ooh. Lasagna. 
Uh, well, I, I want you guys to work together on this, so don't don't go too. I think you should have one sweet and then two savory. What people oh. what people have done in the past is either breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or alternatively, brunch, dinner, and then a kind of sweet one. I think that would work. I definitely maybe not lasagna, but I definitely want tuna and sweet corn in that. Okay, yeah, I like tuna and sweet. That's tuna and sweet corn. Yeah, okay, okay. Nice. You, yeah, you're getting about the practicalities because that is actually sort of another important ethical issue. Though. Uh, what? Chew is no. very heavily dangerous. That yeah, that's true. Uh, well, these sandwiches, are, they're being conjured out of nowhere. Oh. Like, it's, okay. it's, you, you're not to worry it's about whether. It's murder-free tuna sandwich. And do they need to be, like, nutritional and, like, well, keep you alive? Well, traditionally, the, this game would have you not have to worry at all about the nutrition. But you can, I mean, you've been taught, I know you've been talking about having a... No, I'm very fixed on this A vitamin pill sandwich. A vitamin pill sandwich, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be quite tasty. Some of them have interesting flavors. They do, yeah. Especially like the lemon ones. Are them. you addicted to vitamin pills? No. So, so if you get me stuck on a desert island eating vitamin pill sandwiches, <laughs> <laughs> the first death on the island. Yeah. Be you. you guys are together on the island. Yeah. I think we could maybe just like. I'm willing to accept the vitamins in just. Maybe scribble them on top of the lasagna. And they're pretty much tasteless. So. <laughs> We'd be friends for twelve years. <laughs> that friendship will dissolve. We'd have me eating vitamin pill you sandwiches. Your vitamins today, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So, do we, want, do we want to include the vitamin pills anywhere? Maybe we should take vitamin pills out with the sandwiches. <laughs> no, you're only allowed to eat these three They're sandwiches. They're not meals! They're, They're foods! They're, They're consumables! Right, okay. Fine. So... We're talking about the other ingredients. So, we, we, we've got one sandwich confirmed. Which That's course. the tuna and sweet corn. Okay. What else? Um... Unless you only want that one sandwich. I quite like lasagna, but I don't want to force another one then. No, I mean... No, because if we put vitamin pills on top. I then. think... Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like... I mean, that's, that would work, yeah. Yeah, lasagna with vitamin pills sprinkled on top. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for your fun... I presume you'll want a sweet sandwich for your yeah, fun. Yeah, but I, I don't think it should be that one. Oh. I agree. You did, this, is, this is the Nutella one that we had after earlier. maybe two days of eating it, I don't think I could really... Yeah. Also, you didn't do anything like... Well, you wouldn't have to eat it. No, but I... Okay. Do you have other things to eat? No. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have to eat. What's the other option? Nothing. Stop. Um, um, so, you, you need a sweet sandwich. Yeah. I don't know, ice cream sandwich? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. If it's a nice hot desert island, yeah. Okay, okay. So <laughs> that that one ice cream sandwiches. It's an ice cream. Our only meals are ice cream sandwiches. They'll keep. So for this icy desert adventure, you're going to have tuna and sweet corn, uh, which will freeze solid immediately. Uh, lasagna with vitamin pills on top, where which will, which will last long enough to eat it because it'll be hot. The lasagna will freeze solid, and then you'll just be picking the pills off the top. And ice cream sandwich, which will be perfect. Yeah, it'll, it'll be frozen solid, but who doesn't want to get frozen solid ice cream yeah. sandwich? If you don't, how will you eat ice cream? Like, we need to have a serious talk. I mean, don't get me wrong, we've all microwaved ice cream at one point in our lives and drunk it like soup. But it's no way to live. <laughs> it's not a way for a man to get around. No, I think, well, I think ice cream can be too solid so that it's difficult to eat. Like, if it's just straight up ice. Yeah, yeah, that is, if, but, but, that only happens when ice cream is melted and it'll be frozen. 
And we're on an iceberg. The ice cream will not make it. It's never going to melt. Oh, yes, because they, they're made on the iceberg. But besides, this might not necessarily be an iceberg. That was just a hypothetical. I hope it's not. Because I mean, we when... chose an ice cream for the deliberate reason that we did somewhere hot. Yeah. When it comes around to the moment when I actually do, when you act, someone actually does imprison you on a desert island, it might not be a snowy desert. It might be a, a um, well, what are the other hot desert? A hot desert. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like some sticky coffee? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hot. Uh, <laughs> desert island sandwiches, Karen. <laughs> Just like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Desert Island Sandwiches. So, soon enough, it's going to be the end of the show and we're going to be calling the Sandwich Hotline. But first we need to decide what question or questions we're going to ask them if they pick up. I say, if they pick up, we just start playing a recording of Hadaway's... No, not Hadaway. Actually, yeah, Hadaway's What is Love. Well, we could play them What Is Love, but I, I want to maintain a good relationship with Ginster's sandwiches who run the hotline. So I'd rather ask them something relevant to their job. Um, and because maybe someday we'll get a sponsor. Are you proud of the decisions you've made in life? <laughs> now, now. <laughs> you've ended up the now, now. now, now. Lady Ginster is a wonderful human being. Um, do we have any sandwich-related questions? There's, so, I don't think we should do the juice one. Um, I think we ask them if it's ravioli. It's ravioli a type of sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, and burritos as well. We've, we've not them about burritos. Are burritos a sandwich? Ha 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 ha. So, shall I call them? Yes. Alright, let me just get them up on my phone. I have them on speed dial, of course. Also, as well as play Hadaway's one as well, we should play Mighty Bush's Do You Love Me. Look, we're not going to play them any songs. Are you playing your love games with me? I just want to know what to do. It's time. Karen, Karen. It's time to call the Sandwich Hotline. Wait, how do I call them? Oh, here we go. This is my favourite part. Hello, Ginks' customer service. Oh, hello. It's uh, it's Sandwich Talk, the Sandwich Podcast. Sorry? Uh, we're, do- we're doing a podcast about sandwiches. Um, and we have a couple of questions to ask. The first one is, is, is a burrito a sandwich? Is a burrito a kind of sandwich? I'm not sure. We, we don't produce them. Oh, so, so you don't make burritos, which means maybe they're not sandwiches. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you don't produce ravioli either. No. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, what is, well, what's, what's the best sandwich that you produce, in your opinion, that Ginsters produces? Um, all of them. All of them are good. It, do you have, like, do, do you have any particular favourite? Um, I personally, well, yes, because I, I'm, Actually, vegetarian, so I usually yeah. go for the cheese option. The cheese, just just cheese, cheese and onion. Cheese and onion. Oh, oh, that sounds really good. You know what? Next time I have a chance of buying one of your sandwiches, I'll get cheese and onion. Yes, they are very flavorsome. Thank you. You've been really helpful. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye bye.
That's you can get blocked from the sandwich hotline. <laughs> That's some good advice. Yeah. So when you say it was sandwich hotline, what you meant is it was kids' customer service. And we called them to burritos and pasta. <laughs> so they don't make burritos or pasta. And no. if Ginsters doesn't make it, that might mean it's not a sandwich. <laughs> you know, I do have a memory from my youth of making a cheese and onion sandwich, and it was really good. It's a classic cheese and onion. Well, it's not raw if you put it in a toaster. If you toast a cheese and onion sandwich, then the cheese will melt, the onion will become what, nice. Or you could use pickled onion, there's lots of different onions Ooh, you could use. I'm not yeah. I just, I or like... spring onions, just any kind of onions. Nah. Well, well it's been a wild ride this week. Oh. Is that the first time you ever got through to the sandwich hotline? No, that's the second. So you already knew it was customer service. <laughs> was it the same person? I don't know if it was the same person. Like how you started it's sandwich talk and they had no idea who you were. <laughs> it's been a wild week uh, and it's been a great episode. So I think it's time to finish up and uh, just wish all of our listeners a, a wonderful day. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to produce an episode before Christmas or not. Okay. So, if not, then... If well, not, then before, Merry Christmas. It's before Christmas when we're recording, so... Yeah, and Merry Christmas sandwiches. Mm.